Hey guys, welcome back. Hello, everyone. That was Amberin. <laughs> if you couldn't tell because my voice sounds two octaves lower. And this is Audrey, and this is <laughs> Trials of the TV Hunter. Now I know I have like exhaustion voice, so it's just been a week. For real. I, I don't have exhaustion voice. I have I don't know what I have voice. Cause I've been like under the weather for a whole week now. And my eye, my, my right eye, looks like it's half possessed. No, it doesn't. Hold on. You can't see it. But if I look, oh, this it's one, a little bloodshot. Yeah. Yeah. No, it yesterday was like crimson red. My kids were asking me like, Hey, what's wrong? And I'm like, it's possessed. It's fine. It's just half the eye. <laughs> it happens yeah and it hurts to blink like that's the worst if i move it it hurts blinking hurts so i feel like sorry patchy the pirate just one eye right now (laughs) patchy the pirate (laughs) that's funny there's some rebels speaking of rebels dive into our book here yeah we can this week um or weeks was velvet was the night yeah um and it's written by sylvia moreno garcia we are continuing i guess this would be our last book for hispanic heritage month yeah um and when we did our original order because i'm like I'm trying to be more like organized and all that. This book was supposed to be after your last pick. <laughs> and then we were supposed to be doing Ramon and Julieta now. Uh-huh. And after reading Velvet Was the Night, I know why I did it that way because your last pick had the red scare and this had like a red scare, but in Mexico. Yeah. And it would have flowed a little bit better. So I don't know what happened, but it's okay. I feel like this was more of like a thriller, which is a good lead into our spooky season picks, you know? I don't know if I would call it a thriller, but mm, what would you call it? Not my favorite <laughs> book. <laughs> <laughs> as awful as that is. No, that's um, not awful. Everyone has their own experience with reading. So tell me why it was not your baby. Well, first of all, I didn't like the main character. She um, got on my nerves. She really got on my nerves. And when you read, like, and I know I read this last, on our last episode, but it says that, like, um, she's an anti-hero. And, like, yeah, absolutely, she's the anti-hero. The whole time, she's just complaining, like, she just wants to give back this cat. And Mm -hmm. like when you, when you tell the story like that, like when you, have you ever watched Drunk History? Yes. Okay. So if you tell this, if you summarize this book, like Drunk History, like this girl was cat sitting for her neighbor and then her neighbor never shows up. So she's just trying to find someone to give this cat to, so she can stop watching it and ends up getting involved with Mexican communists. And then people start dying in front of her and people beat her up because they think she's a communist but she really just wants to give up this cat, then you're like, okay, maybe this book is good. Um, The main character was awful. Was such a, and I 
honestly, I don't like that just because it's hard for me to connect to a book when I don't like the main character themselves. Like, you are the person that I'm going to experience this book through. And if I don't like you, I'm, I'm not, not going like to like it. I'm not yes. going to like it. She just sounded, and I know, like, in the book, it said she was turning 30 and she was so worried about being in her 30s. And I'm like, look, which like <laughs> well and i get that it's like it was it was what the 1970 it was, yeah it's the 70s so like a set a 30 year old in the 70s is very different from a 30 year old today no that's true but, but she, she was just annoying she was so whiny about everything and she was very woe is me life is hard i don't have that fairy tale fantasy life that i wanted I can't find a rich man to like do all the stuff for You're me. You're not going to find like, a rich man with that attitude. Exactly. And I was just like, girl, focus on yourself. You'll find someone. Yeah. And she's just like, eh. Okay. So like, yeah, no, I just, she got on my nerves. She really I liked got on my nerves. better than I liked her. I, I liked, liked Elvis. I liked Elvis a lot. I liked his Ooh. character growth. I liked how he was like, wait, something's not right. Wait, this isn't cool. Wait, I don't understand. And, and she's like over here like, to I just want to give up this cat. She's like, I don't, she doesn't even care about the cat. She forgets to feed it half the time. Yeah. And then she's, she's like, well, bad. I guess Ruben would be a good guy I could be with. Like, and I will say, as like, as they were, as Sylvia was building up Maite, the, the main character, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I, I kind of see it myself a little bit in her. Like, I've always felt like, oh, well, no one picks me. Like, I get that feeling. I get like, life isn't going where you maybe want it to be. Like, we've all been there 1000%, mm-hmm. I feel like. So like, I kind of was identifying with her for like, literally maybe two chapters. And then after that, I was like, okay, like, you're just annoying. And yeah, no, I mean, for, for real, I've, I've gone through that too. Sometimes I feel like I'm still going through that, but at the same time, I'm like, can you just stop? Yeah. Just like, she was. I guess I have less patience now than I did before. So now I'm just, she just she got on my nerves. That was basically it. I did not like her. I, I like, her. like generally I love Sylvia Moreno Garcia's books. Like I have almost all of her books, except for the newest one that she brought out. I don't have that one yet um but this one was different it was like a different vibe altogether and I was just like I don't know I don't know how I feel about this one but yes I agree with you Elvis was cool though I really liked him I really liked Elvis I wish this whole book was almost from Elvis's point of view he seems more interesting with his character growth and like him as a person like he's like almost almost this like stone cold killer but he's not. He'll like he'll pick up on the details here and there about stuff, and he'll ruminate on it, kind of like how he noticed like little details about mate, matey, matey. I guess I, I think know. it's Maite. I think I googled it, and someone's uh, the Google the YouTube video I saw was it was like Maite. I was like, okay. I feel like it was like I don't know. I was like mate, matey, mate, or I don't know. I I might butcher it. I'm so sorry. Please let us know if you know how to pronounce his name. All right. <laughs> Um, but like when he like goes into her apartment and he notices things about her, like, oh, she likes this. Oh, maybe she likes this. Maybe she likes that. I like that about her. Like, and the fact that he's so loyal to his friend. Yeah. 
his poor friend. I liked Elvis. I will and say he- I did feel kind of bad for Maite at the end when she's mm-hmm. like trying to like give Ruben a chance. And then Lenora, the neighbor, shows back up and she's like, oh yeah. And she's like, don't forget your cat. And like storms <laughs> out. I'm like, okay. And that I will was- say what also irritated me about this book from her point of view, it was so slow. Like yeah. until it wasn't, and then it just was again. She was, well, I feel like it's also just kind of describes her. Like she kind of waits around for stuff to happen. Yes. You know, like Elvis will go and get stuff done. That's why it's fast paced. It's what he's, I mean, him, his story, that's what he's supposed to do. But it's also how he is. Like he goes and gets stuff done. She just sits around and waits for things to happen. I guess that kind of irritates me too. Cause I feel like, I guess I used to do that too. And I, now I don't allow, now I'm going to try and go out and do things on my own. And so that's, I guess where another one of my frustration comes in with her is like, why are you just sitting there waiting? Go out and go do what you want to do. Well, and I think that's why I didn't really like this book. Like his chapters, like there's things happening and then hers, it's like, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to lie to my coworkers. Like she would even think that like, I'm going to lie to my coworkers about who this man is. Like, like the little white lies she makes up just for it's, the heck of it. And then she steals oh. things from people's apartments. She's just crazy. And not in like a fun way. No, she, and she even says that she does it for the thrill of it. Yeah, but like you're stealing like someone's hairbrush. Like how exciting is that really? That's, that's, that's not exciting. That's creepy. That's weird. That's like, weird. Gonna, if I'm going to like take something from someone's apartment, it'd be like something cute, but cool. Or maybe like, you know, something they wouldn't notice, but a hairbrush. Eh. Or like that's a statue. Crazy. Like why? Like it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. We'll both agree. This was, she was not our favorite character no I liked Elvis and I wish it was just all from his point of view and I think that's what I really think that's what ruined the book for me Mm, okay what about you um the fact that I couldn't relate to like fully get into the first like the main character I guess they're both main characters I liked Elvis more but I could not get from her point of view and then in like the synopsis, it said it was basically from her, it was supposed to be from her point of view anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, if I can't connect with the main character, I can't get into a book. I read the book. Um, I liked Elvis's parts more because mm-hmm. like you said, more action happened. But she just, anytime her part came up, I'm like, I had to drag myself into reading. Yes. But I was like, all right, fine. Let's just get through it. Let's see what she does. And I half the chapters I'm like during her parts I'm like sitting there kind of mentally yelling at her to hurry up or shut up because she's just annoying and I feel like there is there could have been another way to make her still an anti-hero but have her parts be better yeah maybe that's what she wanted in the whole book as as our author wrote it you know like it could be it but yeah maybe she wants us irritated (laughs) at the main character because boy oh boy was I irritated? What surprised me was, okay, so when I read um, Gods of Jade and Shadow by her, I, like, that book was amazing, magical, loved it. 
this one, the amount of like profanity that was in here and like stuff that was happening that was graphic, it kind of surprised me. I, I don't know why it, I wasn't expecting it maybe. And that's why it surprised me. What do you like? What do you mean? Like, like the fact that the characters did curse and that there was like blood and like brains on the wall sometimes because it is kind yeah. of like a mob or like how in depth some of the scenes were. I think it was all of it. Maybe okay. like how in depth it was. And I guess I was not expecting the curse words because I don't remember reading a lot of curse words in the other book that I read about with by her. Um, but I guess I. I guess what I was expecting this book to be was more of like, like a kind of like a thriller. Cause that's what I went into it. Like without the blood and without the deaths, like it would happen, but off screen, not right okay. then, you know? Mm-hmm. So that kind of surprised me, which I, you know, like, I mean, I don't mind it. It was just like, Oh, I wasn't expecting that. All right, let's get into it. Okay. But I didn't hate the book. It's just not my favorite. It's not my favorite. I wouldn't. So like one out of five, what is it? Uh, two and a half, three. I would give it two and a half, three. Okay. What would you give it? The exact same. (laughs) All right, let's go with two and a half then. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, I it's I mean it's got three and a half stars on Goodreads, but it I does. just yeah, it's like three point five three stars. I just I would honestly give it like it was okay. You know. But if I do recommend any other book by her, it would be Gods of Jade and Shadow. That was I read that in one sitting. But, like, I dove into that book, and when I came out of that book, I was just like, wait, I need to read this again, but slowly, even more slowly. Okay. I'm reading some of these reviews, Uh huh. and everyone's just like, I love her, but what was this book? <laughs> yeah, because she used to write science fiction and fantasy, and this is, like, her one of her historical fiction ones and it's just like it's a little different you know everyone's saying like they picked up this book because of mexican gothic i'm seeing that a lot and they're just saying that just this isn't mexican gothic is on my tbr um but her new one is called the daughter of dr moreau and i'm kind of excited that's on that's on my wish list it's a reimagining of the island of Dr. Moreau against oh. the backdrop of 19th century Mexico. Oh. But that one also has three and 3.7 stars. So I will read it myself and see what happens. Also, like the more I'm scrolling through on Goodreads, I'm seeing a little bit more like DNF. Hmm. So, and I think this might be one of the first books I've seen DNF reviews on Goodreads. Interesting. I've seen a few. I haven't, but like, I like reading those. I like reading those reviews that are like, I didn't like it. Okay. Tell me why you didn't. Yeah. The cover art is 
freaking gorgeous though let me tell you no yes it is beautiful freaking gorgeous all of the cover art for her books are gorgeous i'm gonna have to read some other stuff i guess i'll have to pick up mexican gothic now and try that Um, i have it i have a copy of it if you want to borrow it so i mean okay I have that. I have Gods of Jade and Shadow. I have the beautiful ones and I have certain dark things. So yes, I pretty much have all of her books. I want to give her another chance because I feel like this book is not a good representation of her abilities. Mm -hmm. And I I hate saying that. I just, this was not my favorite book. No, that's totally, that's perfectly okay for you to say that. Like Mm -hmm. out of all of her reviews, um, Jade and Shadow have a, almost four point four stars. Oh, Gothic has well. Jade and Shadow, Gods of Jade and Shadow have three point nine. Mexican Gothic has three point six, and then her newest one has a three point seven. So I guess those would be her top three. Velvet was the night is one of her lower rated ones at a 3.5 goodreads has velvet was the night at a 3.56 yeah yeah it's fine let's i mean uh, this is my second time so you know what sometimes some books falter in their sophomore read so i will read one more one or two more i did pick up um the dead romantics to kind of give myself a little bit of some lighthearted cuteness after reading velvet was the night and i'm already like halfway through it before we start our next actual pick mm-hmm. um, I, so actually, I have a book too so i need to if you're halfway through i need to start it so we can like talk about it soon yeah i'm about halfway through so give me about two more days and then you can read your dead romantics and then we can talk <laughs> about it <laughs> oh my goodness i uh- I haven't bought any books yet. This is for my birthday (laughs) haul. I have, I'm on a book buying ban right now. Um, So I'm, I need to just focus on what's on already on my shelf. So. Yeah, no, I'm waiting till payday (laughs) to go. I get that. Because I have a few books in October. Uh, Because I went end of September, beginning of October which was like what only like two weeks ago to get a few books which I did I bought like about six of them um but everything else is coming out later this year so I'm like you know or later this month so I might go either next week or the week after like the end of October and just get all the ones that are out then yeah so I'll be showing you my book haul in a week or two yeah wait well speaking of books Should we get into our next pick? Yes, please. So our next book we're going to read is The Sanatorium by Sarah Pierce. Um, It is a gothic thriller. It was on Reese's Book Club. And I'm actually really excited about this one. It's um, like the little inlet says, half hidden by a forest and overshadowed by threatening peaks. Le Somme has always been a sinister place, long plagued by troubling rumors, 
The former abandoned sanatorium has since been renovated into a five-star minimalist hotel. An imposing isolated getaway spot in the Swiss Alps is the last place Elon Warner wants to be. But Elon's take ta taken time off from her job as a detective. So when her estranged brother Isaac and his fiance Laurie, Laurie invite her to celebrate their engagement at the hotel, Elon really has no reason not to accept. Arriving in the midst of a threatening storm, Elon immediately feels on edge. There's something about the hotel that makes her nervous. And when they wake the following morning to discover Lori is missing, Elon must trust her instincts if they hope to find her. With the storm closing off all access to the hotel, the longer Lori stays missing, the more the remaining guests start to panic. Elon is under pressure to find Lori, but no one has yet realized that another woman has gone missing, and she's the only one who could have warned them just how much danger they were in. Ooh. I think it's a great little book for spooky season. Yes. Thank God for spooky season. I love it. My favorite season, besides Christmas. You know, that's fine. Uh, I'm excited. But I'm excited for this one. I feel like I... I'm excited too. Like this looks like it'll book one of a series or a multi-part one. Uh-huh. That's a very, very spooky season. Um, I'm excited. Long. And I'm I'm excited for like a different we've been picking some books in different locations. Yes. You know, I feel like we do need to get a map and like mark where we've been book where we're traveling with our books. Yeah. That's and this copy movie. of the sanatorium I actually picked up at half price books. So if you want to buy it, I know they've got lots of copies there. Yes. And I have it checked out on the Libby app. So Libby. I'm excited to get into it. Yeah. I feel like we didn't talk as much about books this episode. I mean, you're kind of sick. I'm exhausted. We both really <laughs> didn't like the book. <laughs> I like, mean, you're like, let's talk about the dead romantics. <laughs> and I'm not even done. I no, I have to I have to start on it. Like I've what did I read this week, this month so far? I'm like falling behind on keeping track of my yearly like book count I think I'm like 10 books behind on my goal for this year but like I don't know give me a long weekend which we have one coming up and then I'll be caught up it's all good <laughs> I probably won't be caught up until I don't know when I got it I got it I'm on track but my goal is not your goal <laughs> my Goodreads goal I've already hit it was like 35 books, I think. Mm -hmm. Or it's 30 books. I read 36, but I messed up somewhere because Goodreads says I've read 36. But then when I go to Storygraph, it says that I've read 45. So oh. you'll have to go and like go book by book, which, but like, I really don't care <laughs> because Goodreads says I've hit it and I'm so still clearly have. Like, I upped my goal this year from 200 to 230. I upped mine on whatever the one I'm on to, like, 45. And I'm like, I would really like to read 
50. Oh no, I read 39 books out of 45. I'm reading that wrong. See, I am tired. Um, I read 39 books. So I'm missing three books on Goodreads, but I've changed yeah. my goal to 45. But then since then I've even upped it to 50 just personally. Uh-huh. So we'll see if I can get to 50 this year. I've been reading a little more of my Kindle books, like some of my Kindle authors. Okay. So I have caught up on some of those. I do have a few um, Thai books that were translated to English that are based on some of the shows that I watch. I have like a couple of those that I read. Like I really wish my superpower was like to know every language in the world because the amount of reading I can do without having stuff oh yeah that would be the best reading challenge I have been listening to this really cute book because it was on like it's in some email I got from Barnes and Noble and it was like oh you would like this and it's just like spooky season books okay one of them it was Dustin Grimm and it's so cute it's like it even says like it's a middle school read and I've just had it as like an audiobook in the car as I like drive to and from work and stuff and Mm -hmm. it's like about this girl whose dad dies so she finds her like estranged brother that she didn't know she had and Mm -hmm. he didn't know he had a sister and he like actually owns like a graveyard for the supernatural and it's so cute I think everyone should just get a cute little audiobook to play in the car dust and grime it's just so cute I know what was it Munchkin got a few books um a few graphic novels um one of them is called Ham Helsing's Vampire Hunter cute and it's literally oh my gosh that cover is so cute it's got a little pig with a uh Pig the samurai a, sword and then like the castle's got a little skull on it but it's oh. literally ham helsing vampire hunter and it, that's adorable and the back reads um and i kind of want to read this i might just read it it says pigs don't fly but they do hunt vampires and it's like ham helsing has always been the gentle odd pig out of his family in his family of foolhardy monster hunters now that all the family daredevils have met their ends leaping before looking, it's down to Ham to carry out the Helsing legacy. Reluctantly, he sets out on his first assignment to hunt a dangerous vampire. But Ham soon learns that people aren't always what they seem and what you need and that you need a good team around you to help save your bacon. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. I was like, because I was asking him, like, you know what? pick books you because they have to do like what 30 minutes of reading oh it's called sheets it's called sheets it's called sheets um and uh, hold on i'll show you the cover it's um on goodreads let's see if i can switch that that's what it looks like (laughs) oh that's so cute the little ghost is in the washing machine so it's um uh, Marjorie Glatt feels like a ghost, a practical 13-year-old in charge of the family laundry business. Her daily routine features unforgiving customers, unreli- unreliable, I'm sorry, unbearable, I'm out of it, PE classes, and the fastidious Mr. 
Saubertuck, who is committed to destroying everything she's worked for. Wendell is a ghost, a boy who lost his life much too young. His daily routine features ineffective death therapy, a sheet-dependent identity, and a dangerous need to seek purpose in the forbidden human world. <laughs> when their worlds collide, Marjorie is confronted by unexplainable disasters as Wendell transforms Blatt's laundry into his midnight playground, appearing as a mere sheet during the day. <laughs> While Wendell attempts to create a new afterlife for himself, he unknowingly sabotages the life that Marjorie is struggling to maintain. That's so cute. <laughs> but it's like book one. So there's like, I guess there's more coming about their misadventures. But it also has like almost a 4.4 4. 4 star. That's I kind of cool. like middle grade novels. Sometimes it's just nice to read like a lower level reading. Just Cutie to kind of like... Get, yeah, sometimes it's just nice. All right. Well, let us know what y'all thought of uh, Velvet Was the Night. See if it matches yep. us or not. And um, keep us posted on what you're reading and give us more recs. And don't forget to pick up your own copy, whether it's rent or buy, of the, um, the Sanatorium by Sarah Pierce. Yep. Happy reading, Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye.